0: What's going on, everyone? It's the Commissioner here. Wanted to let you know that we have a great episode in store for y'all today. Definitely different in the way that myself and the GM approach this episode. We kind of give each other the floor, a la the first take, a la Undisputed, talking about Chris Paul and his first trip to the NBA Finals. We're a Houston Rockets podcast. Why are we talking about Chris Paul making the NBA Finals? I'm going to tell y'all. It's a very big deal. If you were a Houston Rocket fan, especially starting from, what, 2017, it's a very big deal that Chris Paul made the NBA Finals and how it directly correlates with the Houston Rockets today. So we're going to talk about that. GM is going to give his word on how he feels. I'm going to give a word on how I feel. It's going to be a lot of emotion driven because we're a very emotional fan base, myself and the GM. We love the Houston Rockets. You know, no pun intended. We bleed red. Uh that that's who we've been, that's who we will always be. But we also let out a lot of frustration in terms of the front office and what James Harden has done and Tillman and Maury before they all left. So we're definitely gonna dive into that. We're also gonna talk about Chris Paul's big game six and then obviously a prediction for the NBA finals, if it is the Bucks that do advance. So we definitely are gonna talk about that. So Enough of me talking. Let's go and dive into it now with this very special episode—a reaction episode to Chris Paul making the NBA Finals—with myself and the GM here on the Summit State of Mind. like I'm going out of style, so I turn down the music on my FM dial. I beg of you to come and listen for a while and look at this wonderful world through the eyes of a child. This is my Hello
1: there, to everyone, today. And, and welcome I to see the my Summit dream, State the of Mind man, Podcast. The, the podcast by where I Dream stay, stay, step Stepbacks, no no and everything and like in anything Houston, little Houston little Rockets. Little boys, boys, and we are your boys. Enjoy. This I is me, the GM, Justin, and to my right is my team partner my dude my main man the commish kenny and kenny let's just keep it let's just let's just start by talking about what happened last night that's i mean there's nothing to really just go on we just gotta start
0: Okay, I, you know, I thought you were gonna, you know, I thought you know, give me a little foreplay action before you decided to well, just go in for it. I mean, my it, goodness, it, it doesn't
1: directly. You involve, didn't ask me. It doesn't directly involve the Houston Rockets. The man, didn't
0: even ask me how my day was.
1: Yeah, wh- I mean, that was my day. Let's 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 not go with that. I mean, we
0: just, we, we got we, we just gotta go. We just gotta go with it. All right, all right. Well, okay, let's do it properly. Let's do it first take style. Undisputed style. Let's do it just like them, because this is a very big deal. This is a very big deal of what's happening here, because Chris Paul has finally made the
1: NBA Finals
0: for the first time in his 16-year career.
1: The first time. So I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm, I'm irate, and I'm upset about it. Still. Well, here I'm. You know what? Let's start right now. Let me give you the floor. I want you to tell the
0: people how you feel. Let them know. Let them know what's going on. Tell the people how this correlates with the Houston Rockets on what's happened and how the, ever since 2019 it's led us to this point, And how Chris Paul making the finals completely connects to the Houston Rockets. I'm going to give the floor to the GM.
1: Off you go. First and foremost, I hope that threes, these three gentlemen are stewing at home and looking at Chris Paul and thinking what could have been. Tillman Fertitta. Daryl Morey and James Harden. I hope the three of y'all are sitting at home. Even even maybe number four, Mike D'Antoni. Maybe he might have had a hand in it as well. But I hope all of them are sitting at home and thinking, wow, Chris Paul's in the finals and we are not. I feel like to them that is... I just hope that they're angry, not at him, but at themselves, for giving up too early. For thinking that two years was enough time to make it work. Because obviously it was not. And there were so many, just so many boneheaded decisions. Stemming because of their doubt in Chris Paul. The fact that he is the best point guard of our generation. You gave up on him after two years. He didn't even have two injury riddled years. He had one. The, f- the first year he was here, he did have some injuries, but it wasn't crazy until that Western Conference final. Yep. Yep. He deserved a little bit more time. We did, de- they deserved another chance to run it back. Even in 2020, despite the pandemic, everything that, sh- everything that happened, they should have ran it back. And we believed in that. We bought into the Russell Westbrook trade, but the fact that they had to give up four first round picks just to escape quote unquote, that atrocious contract, according to Tillman, was just flabbergasting. Just straight poppycock. Big words. I don't know how else to put it, other than it's just it it's it it's ghastly, it's terrible. You think that there would just be that they would have some form of thought and belief. The fact that they worked so hard and the fact that Chris Paul wanted to be here. He chose to be in Houston and you decided to throw it away because of a disar- because of an argument or multiple arguments between him and James Harden. As the GM, Dero Mori, you tell them both, you're going to try to make this work one more time because at the end of the day, you guys wanted to be together. If it's going to be like this, you make the bed. You live in it. We are all adults. And James, you, you, we understand that you are the star, but you can make this work. Chris Paul can make this work. Ego's Egos be damned. They can make it work. It was up to them. And mm-hmm. leadership, ownership, they could not deal. They could not handle it. Egos became too big. Money became too expensive for the cheap man we don't know as Tillman Vertita. And I'm, I'm just pissed off because it should have been us. Mm-hmm. It should be us. I'm happy for Chris Paul. Let's not get it twisted. I'm rooting for him. I was openly rooting for him even though I picked L.A. i thought lebron's powers were gonna be crazy but i was i've always openly rooped rooted for chris paul yeah
0: my bracket's looking great by the way it is (laughs) but
1: at the end of the day chris paul deserves to be here he he worked his ass off absolutely and all the team has done is just shat on him and look what happened daryl Morey quit Harden wanted to get traded and left and now we're left with a team that's in the lottery we did get the number two pick thank god but it should have never come down to this. Mm-mm. This team should be here. The Rockets should be in the 2020 2021 NBA Finals. Like you you can't you can't tell me that this team couldn't have done it. They could have totally done it. Everybody that is in the playoffs right now was a Rocket. In the starting lineup almost. Mm-hmm. They made all of them at least made the conference semis except Ariza. Oh, tr- what, Ariza, yeah. Ariza yeah. was on the Heat. But PJ Tucker Clint Capella, Chris Paul, James Harden, all on four different teams, all starting for four different teams. And look what happened. Let's not even account for the other guys, like a Patrick Beverly, Lou Williams. They were on the Rockets, too, in 2017. That's barely four years removed. And all of these guys are making big, big plays. They are all role players for their respective teams. And they were all on the same team. So I don't even know what to say other than I'm disgusted with the organization. I'm a huge fan of the Houston Rocks. Let's not get it twisted. But I am not a fan of Tillman Fertitta. I am not a fan of Daryl Morey. Not anymore. Mm -mm. And James Harden, it's personal. It sucks. I loved you, man. But time will heal all wounds. But right now your boy is hurt. I got scabs. And it's painful. And I'm mad. You let him know. But I'm going to tell you this, Houston. Your organization fucked up. They fucked up. Mm -hmm. And it's unfortunate. And I wish, I wish we could turn back time. And maybe, just maybe, we could have had another shot. Just, this organization was ruined because of ego and money. And we were still contenders no matter what. We were right there. We just got beat by the Warriors. Who hasn't been beaten by the Warriors? Let's be real here. So at the end of the day, this organization fucked up. And you know what? It's up to you, for Tita to turn it around with Raphael Stone. We'll see how it goes. Do I have faith? Honestly, I'm not sure anymore. For the first time in my life since we hired D'Antoni, I wasn't a big fan of D'Antoni. I don't know if y'all remember that. But I was not a big believer in him.
0: No, you, didn't, you weren't.
1: But... For the first time, I'm not 100% sure how I feel about the organization. And I really hope, I hope it doesn't come to bite us in the ass. But at this point in time, I hope Chris Paul does get a ring. And when he comes and sees Tillman, when he sees Joel Moore, I hope he waves that ring at them. When he sees James, be like, I'm a champ and you're not. I really do. Because I really hope that them boys really look at it, look at themselves in the mirror and realize that maybe I was the issue. Maybe I did something wrong. Maybe I should have humbled myself like a James Harden. Mm -hmm. Maybe I should have been stubborn and kept him like a Daryl Morey because he liked to stack. He liked to keep his picks. He would only trade it if he needed to. And I hope someone for Tita looks at himself and realizes that as a first-time owner, that you made a mistake by forcing this man out and catering to your star. Mm -hmm. So I really hope that all of you look at yourselves, take real look, real close at yourselves. And realize that maybe you were a part of the problem, and not Chris Paul was the problem. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, a- I'm all right. I'm angry. It should be us. Let the people know. But I'm, I'm a fan of the Suns. They got my respect, so I'm rooting for them openly. Mm-hmm. Openly, I will wear my freaking Charles Barkley jersey. I got a Phoenix Suns jersey. Oh, I rock yeah, the shit yeah, out of that. You got that Charles Barkley? Hell jersey. yeah! I
0: gave that to you, but yeah. Nonetheless,
1: the yes, I will rock that. Sh- I will rock it because I'm-, I'm cheering for Phoenix. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. So
0: I want that locker room. I, w- I want to get that locker room shirt. But I. oh, that yo, total- that,
1: that conference championship shirt. I'd looks so I'd dope. be so bandwagoning if that was the case. I would <laughs> rock it. I'm not going to lie to you. I'd I rock it.
0: Well, 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 GM, are, 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 are you finished? Are you finished now, GM? Are you done? Done now? Yeah, I'm finished. Okay.
1: No, but dude. Okay. So I just saw news that Shams Charania posted six minutes ago. Oh, that yeah. Beverly's been suspended for one game for shoving Chris Paul oh, at
0: the start of next season.
1: Yeah. So. Ah,
0: finally, thank God. Well, yeah, should have been more than. That. Well, I, I guess one is warranted. So, uh, one game at the start of the season. Breaking news! Boom, boom, boom! Right on the spot. Really, really right on the spot. Shams bomb. One game suspension. So, but in regards to what you were saying, GM, I agree. I agree with you one thousand and ten percent. It was very tough. Let me let me try to explain this properly uh there's been some people a couple of friends and a couple of listeners that have asked me all right all right what wh- what's the timeline of this like people that had not like done research but like know some of it let's start right back in 2017 chris paul gets eliminated once again chris paul's on the clippers chris paul's tired of losing he's been on that team for six years mm-hmm. he knows he knows where the where the bar is. It's Golden State. He says it in his documentary. If you're not trying to catch Golden State, if you're not trying to beat Golden State, then what are you doing? You're not doing anything. Because that's a dynasty over there. If you're not trying to knock down the dynasty, what are you doing? So around June, Chris Paul gets in contact with James Harden. Hashtag tampering? A little bit.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: But they start making calls. They start saying, all right, you know what? I like your game. Oh, you know what? I like your game. You know what? We need to come together. Because we have the pieces. The role players are here. Okay, so Chris Paul requests to trade from the Clippers because he said, you know what, I don't wanna be here anymore. And he probably threatened. He probably said, you know what, if you keep me, I'm not gonna
1: show up, whatever. I want to go to the well, Rockets. No, he, he had he had the he had the player option. So yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He could opt it out. Yeah. So what, hap- it out. what oh, happened right. was he what he wanted yeah. was he wanted uh, okay. Let's be real. He's Chris Paul. He wanted to make more money. He was going to make more money by being traded to Houston because he would have been eligible for the extension. Yeah. Which would have paid him more money as opposed to signing outright with the Rockets. He would probably stand to earn forty million dollars less. So let's be real here. Chris Paul understands his who he is. And what kind of investment needs to be made? Yep. So instead of signing a four year deal, he he, you know he he opted in, and the Clippers took in his his request, so he could get five years out of the deal. Correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Okay. So Chris Paul honestly wants to come to Houston. He makes the deal. He wants to come. Clippers honor the request. He comes to the Houston Rockets. He goes guns a blazing. The second he gets traded, he meets with James Harden. They host mini camps with Trevor Ariza, with Clint Capella, with the role players, with Zhu Chi, because Zhu Qi was there too. I remember that. And then we acquire PJ Tucker. Chris Paul calls PJ Tucker. PJ goes, Well, I'm a free agent. Chris Paul goes, Yo, why don't you come to Houston? Boom. PJ Tucker's a rocket. Mm-hmm. They host mini camps. I think they host three to four. Throughout the duration of the summer, they all take up boxing. Everyone becomes, everyone gets lean. Harden is probably in the best shape of his career. He he was not only did he lose weight, but he like got cut at the same time. Prime James Harden, twenty seventeen to twenty eighteen. Chris Paul was probably as well in the best shape of his life. He did not play all eighty two games. He only played, if I recall, fifty five to fifty seven games at most. Mm-hmm. That team was sheer 100% pure dominance 65 and 17 number one record in the in the west Clint Capella and Chris Paul were both out with injuries at a time with Harden Capella and Paul they they had I think their record what I confirmed was is that their record was 52 and 4 or 52 and 5 which is absolutely insane because they could have ran for 70 if they all stayed healthy yep Maybe sitting a game here or there. They could have ran for 70, but that's that point's neither here nor there. So let's fast forward here. When we not only do that, we steamroll through Minnesota. Carl Anthony Towns, Jimmy Butler. That's a very talented squad with Derrick Rose in five games. Absolutely mollywop them. Second round, we face Utah. Absolutely mollywop them as well. We beat them in five games as well. They build that, they build a six-point to eight-point lead with Donovan Mitchell in game five. Who is the one that carries us into the conference finals? Who's the one that has the big game? Who's the one that puts up 37 points? It's not James Harden. From what you saw in the conference finals and going into the NBA finals against the Clippers, who was it? It was Chris Paul. The man with the Kobe gene, the Michael gene, the chip on his shoulder. He knows what's at stake. He's experienced it 13 years into his career. He wants to make it. So he finally makes it to the conference finals. Shows up, shows out against the Warriors. Game four, who who brings him back? It's Chris Paul. Game five, shimmying in Steph Curry's face. It's Chris Paul. Chris Paul, we're up four. Chris Paul goes up for a non-contact spin move, goes up for like a floater, misses it, hamstring. He's done for the series. Everyone knows that. Don't need to explain the story anymore. We lose in seven. He's recovering from the injury comes back 20, 2018 to twenty nineteen. We do not attain Ariza now. This is huge, not just because I love Ariza, but this is huge because he's the glue of the team. Ariza's gone. He was super him, crucial. We replace him with James Ennis and MC Dub. Horrible additions in my in my everlasting opinion. Chris Paul gets hurt around December of twenty eighteen. He gets hurt. He's out. Then the then it becomes the start of the unguardable tour if no one if anyone remembers where Harden puts up thirty plus in like what twenty plus games thirty games mm-hmm. he does the unguardable tour we let's fast forward here we go into the second round against Golden State he Chris Paul well I have to ask let me ask you quickly GM is he did he look like a shell of his former self absolutely did he look washed yeah right he looked washed he was but- not getting in front. He couldn't, well, the thing is, he is couldn't like, stay in front of anybody, and he couldn't get past anybody either. Yep. Now, granted, it's the lingering hamstring, because he reaggravated it in December. Yep. He's also older. He's mm-hmm. thirty, probably 35 at yep. that point. Yep. So the body takes longer to heal, and Chris Paul's already injury-prone as it is. Yep. So I did not account for it to him being washed. I didn't feel he was washed, and the gym didn't feel like that either. We just thought we were dealing with lingering injuries, which he was. yeah. So we thought, okay, KD goes down. We have a chance here. Okay, no, we don't. We they get fold. Uh, we get ousted in six. Harden, Harden quits on Paul as much as Paul kind of gives. In a way, Paul kind of gives up on Harden, too. You saw it happen. Let's fast forward to the offseason. Harden goes into the front office. He says, you know what? I don't know if this is the move anymore. Chris Paul, he might be washed. I think we need to move on. I'm not saying this verbatim. This is just what I'm thinking is going on. Let's talk also, also, on a side note, let's talk about when Kawhi goes to the Clippers, it puts Paul George in position to go to the Clippers as well, which makes Russell Westbrook available. So here comes Harden knocking on the door of the the GM and the owner's office. Hey, my boy's available. This isn't working anymore with Chris Paul. I don't care what you do, get it done. And I'm sure Maury was like, no, no, hang on, hang on. Let's not get Rash because I don't want to give up all these picks.
1: Well, they said they were trying to trade Eric Gordon.
0: Exactly. So mm-hmm. Tillman Fertitta and James Harden, strong arm Maury into making this trade. I'm upset at all parties involved Yeah. for Harden for giving up, for Maury for not stepping in and saying anything, and for Tillman for buying into the hype, which he should not have done. Chris Paul goes vegan in that 2019 offseason, changes his body, loses weight. Ends up becoming a very, very good player. Continuing what he does. Aging like fine wine. Which he is. His game is compatible to the games of a John Stockton. The games of a Steve Nash. The, the, the type of game like Jason Kidd. It evolves like fine wine because his game isn't bent on athleticism. A la Russell Westbrook. So, with that, all of that said, the trade happens. Mm-hmm. So it's not Chris Paul for Westbrook straight up. It is... Chris Paul, four first round picks for Russell Westbrook, all because James Harden gave up. All right, before we continue on, we need to put in a plug here. Summit State of Mind ad to let you all know that they're about the greatest and best barbershop in the entire city of Houston. That's right, better than any barbershop that is around here, whether it's Missouri City, Sugar Land, Woodlands, in Houston. Paraland, wherever the greatest and best barbershop exists in the argyle league have you ever wanted to look like a gentleman in a place where you can get a haircut and a shot of whiskey all while being taken care of by top shelf professional barbers that's right this right here is the argyle league where me and the gm have been receiving our haircuts since 2016. what makes argyle the coolest barbershop in the world they were voted coolest barbershop in the world Check this out. They've been featured in GQ magazine. They were also the exclusive barbershop for the NCAA Final Four in 2016. That's right. NCAA Final Four. It's pretty freaking incredible. And that is just a few of their accolades. So if you're tired of your hair and you want to look like a gentleman, I highly recommend going to the Argyle League and getting a fresh cut from one of their kick-ass barbers. They are located at 709 West Alabama Street in Houston, Texas. You can visit their website now, theargyleague.com, to book an appointment. I'll say it again. Theargyleague.com com to book an appointment said it once said it a thousand times it's the best barbershop in the entire city of Houston where else can you get a shot of whiskey right at the door where else can you get complimentary cans of beer right at the door every barber that is there They are all certified, they're amazing barbers, and they can all take care of you. I get my fresh cut from the owner himself, Carlo. Shout-outs to him. And remember, if you call in, you can let them know that the Summit State of Mind sent you, whether it be booking online or through the phone. So be sure to let them know that we sent you. With that said, stay sharp, gentlemen, and meet us at the Summit. And as we continue here with incredible podcast episode, all talking about Chris Paul and his advance to the NBA Finals and along how it correlates with Houston Rockets. We're going to talk about James Harden and how he does his tendency to quit on his star teammates. We're going to dive. We're going to dissect here. The Summit State of Mind. Let's talk about... Now, let's rewind it even more real quick and talk about the history of James Harden quitting on his teammates after two years with Dwight Howard their third year what happens they go 41 and 41 Harden's not trying anymore Harden doesn't give a shit they get ousted in the first round eighth seed okay let's go to Chris Paul now two years with Chris Paul demands he gets traded he lasts with Russell Westbrook for one year and then he says oh this is not the move And then Westbrook goes, oh, this is not the move. There's no patience in him. And And it's a shame, too, to add on to what the GM said, because if you just stayed the course with this team, you could have still signed Christian Wood. Now, granted, Christian Wood probably wouldn't have came here because Capella would have still been here. Or maybe they would have traded him for Cove regardless because he was hurt. I don't know. I don't know. If Chris Paul was still on this team, I don't know. But the bottom line is, if Chris Paul stayed on this team, with the vegan change, he would have been healthy. His body wouldn't have been putting, it wouldn't have to have been put through more work to work with OKC, because he had to do more. If they just stayed the course, if they just got locked in a room, if they just humbled themselves and said, all right, you know what, man, let's let's get this shit figured out. We just both want to win a title. Let's figure out how we're going to do it. It's a different league today. There's no patience anymore in, in, in this NBA which is a damn shame because James Harden gave us eight wonderful years. I will always love James Harden for that, for making us a contender. I will never forgive him for driving Chris Paul out of town. A Hall of Fame point guard, the point god for mm-hmm. driving him out of the city of Houston. And like you said, now he makes the he makes the NBA finals. Elimination game in game six, 41 points, eight assists, zero turnovers. That is what he does. This isn't surprising to us. We've seen this in elimination games.
1: Nope, not at all. We
0: absolutely firmly believe that if Paul never hurt that hamstring, he, you better believe Chris Paul's marching in the Oracle. He's gonna shut them down. We're gonna get that 15 point lead led by James Harden, and Chris Paul's gonna be the one to take it home. Yep. That's how that's how it would be done. So bottom line, I know a lot of fans are probably thinking, oh man, uh, oh, 2018. Get over it. Get over it. Move on. Blah 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 blah. If you've ever been a Rockets fan, a true a true Rockets fan, and you've never tasted success like that year since the GM was six, since I was three years old, yeah. you better believe that we wanted that because we never got that close again. And I don't know how, how long it's going to take for us to get close. Me and the GM might be in our 40s the next time we'll see it. You just never know. It's so hard now to make it. It's so hard. Let's can go back to the Suns. They made it back 1993. It's been almost 30 years for them. So, you know, it's it's very difficult. It's a ve- it's very difficult to be successful in the NBA. So we're absolutely going to
1: hold on to this because that was our most successful year in Rockets history, sans the two titles. It's hard to let it go considering that we would, we weren't at full strength when we lost. I could accept it. If we lost and Chris Paul was on the court, we knew that we were at our best, but because of the fact that Chris Paul was not on the floor, all you live with is these what ifs, because did you believe that the Rockets could close it out with a, with, with just Harden? No, none of us did.
0: No, we, we, knew, we knew that that wasn't going to happen. That's the thing. Like... We knew that the fifth... Because we had a 15-point leading Game 6 and Game 7. If Chris Paul was on the floor, we would have closed them out. I know for a fact that Golden State... That's what they were known for. They were known for the third-quarter runs. Mm-hmm. They're going to outscore you by double digits, at least. And Chris Paul would have been there to sustain. And he would have been there to sustain, to be the captain, to be what he does, to have the Kobe, the Mamba mentality, to hit big shots... In the face of Steph Curry, because we know that that's how he plays, mm-hmm. and I know for a fact KD isn't gonna KD isn't gonna guard Chris Paul. He's not gonna come out to guard Chris Paul. He's gonna trust that it's gonna be Clay, it's gonna be Curry or Draymond. Mm-hmm. So let's not even worry about that. We knew that you knew that he'd eliminate them. Like we, I knew, I know he would, and that's the thing. And even. Devin on the last episode said there are people that would still argue with Cle- that Cleveland would el- eliminate the Rockets. I'm like, what are you smoking? Kyrie's not even on the team anymore.
1: Yeah, that team would they they would have had no shot even with LeBron.
0: You get a game or two, but yeah. we were, but people underestimate the dominance of that Rockets team. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul, James Harden, Trevor Ariza, PJ Tucker, Clint Capella. Let's look at Phoenix Suns: Chris Paul, Devin Booker. Uh, Jay Crowder, DeAndre Ayton, DeAndre Ayton, and Mikkel Bridges. Mm-hmm. Who do they remind you of? Oh, the 2018 Rockets: two stars, two two-way role players, and a big. Mm-hmm. That, my friends, is the bar. That's the precedent. Paul knew that. That's why he wanted to play with Booker, because he knows what needed to be done. Get some two-way, get some two-way role players, three and D players. Get a big, a skilled big. And play it. Play with another star. Mm-hmm. They copied. They carbon copied the Houston Rockets in 2018, and now look at them. They're in the NBA Finals because CP3 was healthy. If CP3 went down in Game Five in this Conference Finals against Phoenix, against the Clips, I cannot be confident that Devin Booker. Well, maybe Devin Booker could get him a game. I mean, let's see. He say, has I, he has the mentality. Let,
1: let's say this: the Clippers are not the Warriors. Let's be real about that. That's true. Also. Devin Booker plays a different plays a different way as opposed to a James Harden. I'm not saying that he's not he's better than James. That's certainly not true. But Devin Booker plays with a different mentality, where it's like I want to hurt you, I want to take you out, and I want to take you out now. And he goes out guns a blazing. James is a little bit more passive, does it in his manner, where it's like lose, step lose back, to sleep. step yeah. back three. Booker game. goes in, plays the mid range, and as you can see, it worked for them. And plays off the ball. Absolutely. He but he runs. can play
0: on the ball too. He can play point guard. Yeah. So bottom 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 line here. We are so happy for Chris Paul. That's the bottom line. We believed in him. He's already one of my favorite Rockets of all time. He is already, by putting on that uniform for only two years, is already the greatest point guard in Rocket's history. Sorry, Calvin Murphy. I'm sorry, uh, Matt Maloney. Not the case anymore. I'm just kidding. But for real though, he's the greatest point guard in Rocket's history. He is our generation's point god you know in front of John, you know in front of John Stockton after you know he took the torch in 05 and he ran with it and it's a damn shame it is truly a damn shame because you're right GM if they just kept the team together and they rode the course you better believe and i how much you want to bet Trevor would have came back to Houston in 2020 probably cuz cuz there, there's a chance there was always that chance we could make the trade he could get bought out he could come here So you know what I mean, like.
1: But I understand that he was mad at the management. Yeah, of course. He was mad at management. Of course. But I I, I guarantee you, we could have found another three and D player. Not maybe not the same as Ariza, but I bet you we could have acquired a Jay Crowder. To be honest with you, Jay Crowder has been on many many teams. He's been available for many people, and I don't see how the Rockets wouldn't have taken up taken that up. To be honest with you, to pair him with a PJ Tucker would have been great. Well, let me add this on too, because Chris Paul.
0: He's not loved by everybody in the league. Let's just, let's just be real. Chris Paul's not loved by everybody in the league. Some people hate him. Some players hate him. Cause, cause of his mentality. He doesn't care. He doesn't care about anything. He wants to win. He doesn't, he doesn't have any problems with getting in your face and telling you how it is. He mm-hmm. keeps it real. He, like I've said this a thousand times on in today's episode. He has the mamba mentality. He's not afraid to go up to your face and tell you what you need to hear.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Some people don't like him. But I guarantee you about 75 to 80% of the league loves him. Yeah, you see the weight he carries. PJ Tucker comes to Houston because of Paul. Yep. It's not because of Harden. Yeah, they're boys. You can, Harden's boys with everybody, but I mean Harden's weight—it doesn't carry much clout. Paul get Paul gets PJ Tucker to Houston, and I guarantee you, Paul would have gotten Jay Crowder to come to Houston most likely. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's just these are all scenarios. It's it's not real. Obviously, we know the reality of it. Chris Paul is in the NBA Finals. Freaking fantastic for him. Round of applause for the man. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. But we have to talk about this, though. Chris Paul did mention something very interesting. He did say that he got an MRI and he had some torn ligaments in his wrist. Mm -hmm. And it came out the next day that there was torn ligaments in his wrist, in his shooting wrist at that. So, GM, we talk about the NBA Finals here. Is that going to be a lingering... Type thing. Do you
1: think that can bother him down the road? Maybe in a game four, game five. Maybe. I mean, we'll have to see. I mean, with modern medicine, you can do anything. Obviously, oh, yes, there's yes. give yes, him a quick, quick steroid yes. shot.
0: Oh yes. You know, and and,
1: <laughs> and he'll be fine. So yeah, I think he'll be okay. If this is in the middle of the season, you obviously he'll sit down. But he scored forty one, right? Yeah, for real. So yeah, I mean, he's dropped forty one. So now. I mean
0: shooting risk obviously wasn't, wasn't yeah, that much wasn't, of an it issue. It wasn't
1: an issue. So yeah. I think at the end of the day, it won't be much of an issue. I'm pretty sure the doctors are just like, "Well, it's not going to get any worse, even if you play on it, it's not going to get any worse. you can just take it, take care of it at the end of the season." And then Chris Paul is just like, "You know what? Yeah, let's take care of it. I'll take care of it at the end of the season." And it'll be just fine. I think he'll be just fine.
0: Okay, so let's 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 fast forward. Let's go into the NBA finals here because it is a it, 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 we are talking about this Right now, so the NBA final starts on Thursday. As we record this podcast, Bucks are up three two in the series against the Hawks.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Let's just assume the Bucks are going to make it, right? Most yes. likely, they're going to they're going to get in. Now, Bucks versus Suns. I know we want Suns to win. We both want the Suns to win, but realistically speaking, you know, let's take into account how hurt Giannis is as well. Mm-hmm. Who do you think is going to win? Who's going to win the NBA title? If the, it's Bucks and the, if it's Bucks and Suns, the
1: Suns without Giannis. It's a completely different series. Um, Giannis is hurt. Trey Young's hurt. The last superstar standing is Chris Paul right now. So, I mean, hey. And
0: D-Book. They're both on the same team. Yeah. So, I mean, (laughs) at the end of the day. No, let's put respect into Middleton's name. My man is a hooper. True. Dude is a big shot maker. And is actually, you know what? I'm I'm, going to be in the minority here. I think with Giannis
1: off the floor, gives Middleton more shine now. And allows him to be more himself. But, I mean, at the counter, you can always say that the focus is obviously more on Giannis, Which so it Middleton, opens yeah, things up of more course, for Middleton. Of um, especially when uh, Giannis is in the paint, it gives more space in the outside for Middleton. But, you know, it, it doesn't matter. It's either here nor there. I feel like that Phoenix would win regardless. But because of the chemistry, I mean, granted, the Bucks have been together for a while. But the, the difference that the Suns play for each other. Like, I don't know if I can say that Milwaukee has the same type of camaraderie, but they play very well together. Let's be honest here. The addition of Drew Holiday kind of vaulted them to a completely different team. It was everything. But I just think that the way Phoenix plays for each other is so reminiscent of the 2018 Rockets that I feel like that that team won't be beaten unless they face like a dynasty, like a Golden State. Um, if it was, if it was Brooklyn, then, that, then I would debate it because of that's star toss, power. That's a toss-up. That's a toss-up. Because with, with a healthy Kyrie and a healthy Harden and KD, then that's a different story. But what you're given is what's presented in front of you. And all I got to say is that I just... I don't know. I just think that Phoenix is... You just you can't beat him right now.
0: Well, that's the thing. That, that Let's talk about that, too. That's good. That was going to lead into my next topic, and you perfectly segued it. The best way you know how to, GM, which is <laughs> wonderful. I lo- our synergy, our chemistry is just... Over the roof. Always so, on one. Always on point. Always on point. <laughs> so people are saying that Phoenix was road to the finals is very easy. Okay. I wanted to talk about this because my counterpoint to that is let's go back to the 2015 Golden State Warriors. Let's go back, shall we? Let's rewind. You know, Wayne's World style. Yeah. So in the first round, they faced New Orleans. If I remember correctly, I think Drew Holiday was already on that team. And if I recall, I'm not 100% sure, but I think Drew Holiday... I think a point guard was hurt in every series that Golden State had faced. And Curry was god mode at that point. He
1: didn't have to face any of the team's best defenders.
0: Nope, he didn't have to face any of the team's best defenders. So, first round, Drew Holiday's hurt. Let's go into the second round here. Memphis, Conley is hurt. Conley is out in the second round. They steamroll through Mm him. Conference finals... Beverly was out. They faced the Rockets. Beverly was out the whole playoffs, playoffs along with the Donatus Mone People are gonna laugh at this. But he was a starter. He was a starter, and he had the best year of his career that year. That record, that fifty-six and twenty, that fifty-six and twenty-six record, was actually partially thanks to Demo. Of course, it was Harden, Harden was God mode the whole season. He deserved the MVP, in my opinion. I mean, you refer back to that in the past episode. Dwight Howard was in and out of the lineup. He was hurt for like half the season. Demo was a good big mm-hmm. next to Harden, and they made it work, and it was beautiful. But you know, that's my that's my thing. It's just kind of like, who gives a fuck? Like, let's
1: not, not forget about the finals. Kyrie Irving was hurt. Kevin Love yes, was hurt. Kevin, like, yeah. LeBron Le- had LeBron, Maddie Delavadova. He
0: had Delavadova. He had <laughs> Drew Gooden. He had Zajonis Agolskis, you know what I mean? You know know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm not stupid. I know that I was talking about 07. He means that in gist, guys. Yeah, I mean that in gist. I'm not I I'm smarter than that. But like bottom line is that he didn't have anybody. It was like him and a a bunch of G Leaguers. Just gonna be brutally honest on that point. So bottom line, doesn't matter who you face. Let's talk about LeBron and, and AD's path to the finals last year. Russell Westbrook was on one foot. One leg the whole series. That's something. That's something to think about. We were on. He was on one leg the whole series. Now, granted, of course, we, would we beat them? Most likely not. But with him being hobbled on one leg, it's hard to be successful. So, bottom line here is that you just play who's in front of you. You have to agree, GM, right? Absolutely. So we both agree that Phoenix is going to win the NBA Finals. I I believe this should so. be this should be the deal. I believe it. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're gonna in a future episode, because I know everyone's been asking. It won't be this episode, but you just keep your eyes peeled, because we are going to post, in the future, a draft episode. It is going to happen. We've been doing our homework on the scouting and prospects for that number two pick, because this is a big deal. This is the turning point in Rockets history, so be out, be look lookout for a future episode on that. So, with that said, let's go ahead and end the podcast here. GM, I know this was what we had to do. We had to get it out. We had to let people know. You know, that that this was how our reaction to Chris Paul making the NBA finals. Very happy for him. Very bittersweet as a Rockets fan. Absolutely. So anything left to say before
1: we go home on the podcast? No. Honestly, I have nothing else to say. You got it. Did you get it all off your chest? I did. I had to. It was a
0: wonderful therapy session, right? It was needed. It was needed.
1: Just, you know, like Chris Paul, man. I'm so happy for him. Good for him. But God, Houston, the Rockets just fucked up. They just absolutely fucked up. But that's that's all I got to say.
0: Well, you know, it, Rockets are just following in the Texans' footsteps in terms of fucking up.
1: Oh! Oh! Hey. No, you got to be an even. You got to be even hey. like worse position to do to be oh, them.
0: Did you see me? I'm dancing now because I don't even want to start the GM on the <laughs> Texans. <laughs> don't do it. Well, no, we won't do it. But there is a team that is standing tall right now, and that is Houston Astros. So we
1: love them, and they always will because you know because we like to trash can bang and have cameras out and helps us, right? Because. That's, That's what all we're, doing. we're, we're the only it, right? team that does it, apparently. Yeah,
0: yeah. And we are still doing it, right? It's twenty twenty one, we're still doing it, right? Absolutely. That's what I heard. Apparently. Yeah. It's- well, Justin, I think it's you and me. I think I think they they had hired us to do that. So, you know, we, we trash can bang for them. So don't don't you worry, guys. They're doing their thing. Bottom line is everyone that b- does believe that side note can go fuck themselves. Every team in the MLB does it, by the way. So that shit that shit is gonna go straight down the tube. probably talk about that in a future episode as well so let's take this opportunity let's go home on the pod we really thank y'all so much for listening thank you for making us your listening podcast from day one for the support all the way up to episode 37 today uh i was gonna say 37 the jordan hill episode tit maybe no i don't think it was 37 no i'm not gonna no i don't think i don't think jordan hill was 37 i don't think we had a 37 anyways we're gonna end that podcast here. Follow us on Instagram at summitstateofmind underscore pod and on Twitter at summit s o m pod. We're active now on Twitter. Listen to us on Instagram. Listen to us for stories and great posts on Instagram as well. Um, we're always posting stuff to make sure that everyone's up to date on all Rockets news. With that said, with everything going on with the patent- pandemic going on, please make sure you're washing your hands. Even if we got the vaccines, make sure that if you're not feeling well, please wear that mask. And please make sure you're taking care of yourselves and taking care of each other. GM, I love that you're here with me while I'm doing the closeout. This is fantastic. Yeah, I'm right Do you want to cap off? Do you want to end it? End it. End Yo, it. I'm ooping it to you. End it.
1: Thank you for listening, guys. We really appreciate you giving us your time. Thank you.
0: Take care. <laughs> the Summit
1: for